Hello, and welcome to your Wednesday version of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize you're a star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Benny says hi from under the bed or wherever he is. Um, hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday wherever you are, whatever time it is. And also, happy middle of the week. It's always good to have a middle of the week. So, you know, there's only two more days left to you. Get to the weekend. But maybe you're not that happy about the weekend. Especially if you have to work on a Saturday. But, I mean, if you got a day after in a week, working on a Saturday isn't that bad. But sometimes no one wants to work on the weekend. I mean, what's good about it? I don't know. None of it. Uh, that's just my perception of it. I think I got spoiled not having to work on the weekend. And then going back to it was definitely strange. But I guess I'll get over it. Anyways, on this... Monday, not Monday, on this Wednesday version of the podcast, let's talk about something that might be difficult. You know, like when you're going in a store, right, and you're looking for something and you might get distracted by whatever else is there. You got to be careful with that. Because what you need isn't always what you want. Like, that's why I have to be careful when I go into stores like Target. Because there's literally everything in Target. Not only is there food, but there's clothes and there's housing things. And there's just a million things everywhere. Typically, I just try to go in there and leave. Or I think I'm really going to end up getting the ship it thing. So whatever I want, I could just get it delivered to my house. And Skip will say, why can't you just drive there? But, like, going in the store, like, I find it, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not in love or enchanted with the stores. We've talked about that already. I just feel like I get distracted by everything else, and then I want to go look at everything, and then I lose sight of what I went in there for. And I'm not saying I do that on purpose or it happens every time I go shopping, but sometimes it does. Like, like I'll go in the H&M, right, and I'll be looking for pants, and then I get distracted by dresses and shirts, and then I have, like, $200 on my hand, and do I really need to spend $200? No, I went in there for pants. So sometimes I have to make myself look for exactly what I'm looking for. Sometimes it's difficult, but you have to have those conversations with yourself, man, whether they're easy or hard, and you have to, like, not fall for it. Like, you got to be strong when you're shopping. And you can't look at every email you get thinking you need stuff that you don't need. Because then you're going to have a house full of stuff and nowhere to put any of it. Like, be very careful getting caught up with shopping because you're buying for want, not need. Wants are always going to outweigh needs because you're always going to want something. I, I know what I'm saying might be difficult to hear. It is difficult to say that. But it is the truth. What you need isn't always... What you need isn't always what you want. There's that. But be smart. Be smart. Don't spend all your money on stuff you don't need. Save your money so you can go on vacation. Save your money so you can pay off a credit card. Save your money so you can be debt-free. And when you're debt-free, then you can learn to save. And when you learn to save, you can utilize that money for something else. Maybe you want to put some money in Wall Street. Maybe you want to start your own company. Maybe you want to save up money so you can buy a new car. Maybe you want to save up money so you can buy a beach house. 
Who knows? Every penny can be saved so you can use it for something else. Just saying. Uh, you know, be smarter, not sadder. Yeah, basically. Next part of our conversation. Bulk isn't always good. I have a membership to BJ's, right? And I like BJ's. They have certain things that I like in there that you can get in a bigger uh, increment. But bulk isn't always better. If you don't have a lot of people or you're not making things for more than like three people, maybe bulk isn't better. But when it comes to like food or like frozen meals, I feel like they do have a better like an assembly of food in there. So you're spending a little more, but you're getting more. So it's going to last longer kind of like that uh that is just me but I do think that you can totally end up spending way too much money way too much time and way too much everything when it comes to buying a book because you're trying to keep up with everything your pantry doesn't have to be full of things you're not going to use if you see yourself for something that you like you use you eat something that you're going to take advantage of okay yeah buy it if you're seeing something bulk for something that might not be that necessary okay don't do it you see what i'm saying like you got to be very careful i haven't been back to bj's in a long time because i almost got caught up in thinking i needed to go in there but unless i need to go in there for something specifically I'm not going to go in there. And I have a membership to BJ's. I can take advantage of it whenever I want to. I feel like when I get a property, I'm going to have more storage so I can put more things in different areas. And I'm definitely going to be utilizing BJ's more so we can have more things on hand in the house. But living in a limited, not a big area like in a house gives you smaller storage. So you got to be careful with that. Don't make your house look like a hodgepodge. That's why you got to be careful with bulk shopping. Next part of our conversation, how do you buy sneakers? Like, you can't really go into a store anymore because they're going to try to make you spend money on something that's ridiculous that you probably don't want. And um, how do you buy Nikes? Because I literally went on Nikes.com to try to find the nikes i liked the air pro max and i don't know where the ones that i had were like there's no there's no one i could talk to about it because we know how customer service works it sucks so there's that so how does this work now am i just out of luck and i'm just not gonna find it or how's this gonna work because i'm seriously asking and there's seriously no answer for what i'm saying like, how does this work? And, and I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, I don't want to know how it works. I'm seriously asking how does this work? Because how do we solve this problem? Like, I want sneakers and I know I have nobody to talk to about it. So how do I get the sneakers? Do I get the sneakers? How does this work? You see why I'm asking this question? Because how does this work? That's why I'm asking it. Or let's say, so like... The problem that I have with shoes is we went into Dick's, right, during Christmas time, and we were trying to find uh, sneakers, and they didn't really have the sneakers we were looking for, 
So then they're like, order them online. And then it's like, okay, but how long is that going to take to get delivered? And like, how long is it going to take to get delivered? There's a great question. They don't know how long it's going to take. So where does that leave you if you don't know how long it's going to take to get delivered? Do you just chance it? Or do you try to stick with something that's going to be easier? Because, like, I ordered waist shapers in the summer, and I didn't receive the items till December. So I'm going to take a break from waist shapers just because what the hell. And I don't understand that at all. Okay. Um, that's a turnoff. And um, I don't like when I'm ordering something and I don't receive it. Like... I, I ordered something from the Snooky shop just because I found a bunch of things I liked. Never received any of it either. Like, And then I called up customer service and they didn't want to send it to me. And I'm not saying Snooky has anything to do with sneakers. But if you're, if you're witnessing people not want to be reactive to your questions in your face, then you know if you try to ask somebody something on like a messaging service on the website... It's going to be even worse. Just saying. It is. So, I don't know. I guess the best thing I could say is do some research on your own first. See what the best deal is and see what you can find. Once you find that, then you can pick out what the best sneakers for your feet. Another thing is you might want to try the sneakers on. So you're probably going to want to go to a store. If you're ordering online, you're going to have to guess. I'd say buy a size up just to be careful. There's that. So much goes into buying sneakers. I don't know about you, but I like working out. I have a Peloton. I like being active. I'm part of the Tone It Up team. You know, I'm going to be buying a mirror soon. I'm, I'm really all in on home workouts and home gyms and keeping uh healthy and doing my part but how do we do this i guess we're gonna have to live and learn next part of our conversation outside of that finding new things to watch how do you find new things to watch well you could just go on netflix and look at some previews you can do that with any streaming services I guess you can see what the top new shows are by simply going on Google and Googling it. Typically, if you've got a streaming service, they send you an email and tell you exactly what's available. So that's fun. But I guess we're going to find out. I think every situation is unique, right? And... When it comes to finding a new show, it can be difficult to find something you actually want to look at. Like, what genre are you looking for? Like, I don't know. I like mysteries, and I like trying to figure out what's going on. I also like horror, so there's that. Um, So there's a lot of things I like. I also like Lucifer, but there's like eight seasons of that, and I can't like sit there and look at it. But I do like that. Um, I am going to try, seriously, to finish Lock and Key. It took me forever to finish my other shows too like it it literally did like me sitting there actually looking at stuff like I finally watched um on the border 
or whatever that show was about the water. I finally finished the second season of that, and that took me forever. But I really do want to finish these shows. Are wolf shows doomed? I don't know if wolf shows are doomed because I haven't really seen a good one. There was this show called Bitten. That was pretty decent. Uh, that was on Netflix. That wasn't that bad. That was pretty uh, entertaining. I liked it. Um, do I think that... Uh, something else that we could look at? Maybe. I guess we're going to find out. I don't know. I think wolf shows depend on who's playing the major wolf in the show. Typically, the wolf has like a pack and there's like a certain amount of people that all belong to the same pack. Um, I guess they're going to have to come up with a really interesting person that's going to be able to capture the attention of the audience. They have to be careful with that. They can't have anybody lame or no one's going to want to watch it. So are wolf shows doomed? I don't think they're doomed if they find the correct person to look to play the part or they, they find the correct assembly of people to play the roles. You're going to want to look for someone that's like younger 20s and you're going to want to look for a story that's connected to like their lives. If you could do that and you could place it in like a specific area with some oomph, you could definitely get a lot of people to watch it. Just saying. They're redoing Scream Over again. Didn't they already do that on MTV already? Now they're doing it again guess we'll have to see what's next to that too who knows supernatural was awesome it really was awesome and dean winchester and his brother dean was obviously hotter than sam but it's okay that show was very interesting there was so much going on in that show it was so good um they did it for a long time and they're really awesome. Um, it's available on Netflix if you want to watch all of it. That's how I got caught up on it. I liked watching it more on Netflix than watching it on TV. One, I didn't have to deal with uh, commercials. And two, I could just watch the whole season without any interruption just by going episode to episode. I hate commercials. You already know that. Um, I I don't like the propaganda. I don't be I don't like being forced to look at advertisements in my face. And that's what commercials are for stuff I don't want. I don't like commercials. I'd rather stream. So Netflix is where I like to catch up on shows because I don't have to deal with commercials. Also, Hulu is kind of cool, too. But Netflix is where uh, Supernatural lives. I think they've got the rights to that. So good for them. Are we getting a new season of True Detective? I don't know. What's going on with HBO right now? Because they're also supposed to have a a new season of... um, the uh west world but who knows when any of these things are coming out i guess we're gonna just have to wait and see next part of our conversation juice makers are juice makers better than buying juice i guess like do you have the time to really use a juice maker i have a KitchenAid and i have that as an attachment and i definitely want to try to make some uh, homemade lemonade with it i do think it would come out good I don't know about the orange juice, but definitely the the lemonade. What blend what blender is the best? I'd say the KitchenAid is the best blender you could find. But um there's some cheaper options out there than that. Uh there's Blendjet, which you can make your own serving size of a protein shake with, which I find very 
accommodating. I, I like that. There's also... There's also different versions of that. I definitely think that you have to look and see what blender fits you well. We have a KitchenAid blender and it's pretty decent size. I can make salsa with it. I can make sauces. I can make salad dressing. Do whatever I want with it. Uh, it's very useful, very easy, and it's very accommodatable, especially for the kitchen size. And it's going to go great in whatever kitchen we get next. Um, something that's going to be there for a long time i like items that are going to have <coughs> a long life you know you want to buy things that are aren't going to break in a day you know you want some things that are accountable dude when fast food isn't fast how can you say like fast food is fast like i'm in the mcdonald's line and i'm waiting 20 minutes to get my food like, literally, that is coinciding with the staff shortage. Because probably no one wants to work at McDonald's. But a job's a job, I guess. But if fast food isn't fast, what do we call it? Just food? I'm going to get food? I guess so. I guess that's what we could call it. Because I'm expecting things to be a little faster if it's fast food. Like, I'm either expecting to walk in somewhere, say I want something, and have it be completed in a decent amount of time, and leave... Because, like, if I'm ordering food from Park Lane, it's going to take longer. Like, 30 to 45 minutes because it's like a pizza. It's like pasta. It's going to take longer. It's not going to be done right away. We know that. Okay. Next part of the conversation. The competition between farmers. I feel like there is a competition between farmers. I mean, I think that's why they made the... Uh, they're giving like they have this website where you can order just meat right and they have all these different ways you can order different things because they do have a competition between farmers I don't know if we actually see it because we're going to the grocery store and we're not ordering directly to them but I, I do think that there is a competition between them I mean like I've said on other podcasts, I'm grateful for everything that they do. I think we need to respect the Midwest. We need to respect Texas. And we need to respect their grind. They're out there every day with cattle. They're the way we eat. So even if there is a competition, we still need to take a little time and be appreciative to what they do. Because where would we be without them? I know I'd be hungry. And as much as I like the idea of vegan and vegetarian and and not eating as much meat because it sounds nice. At some point, you might want to eat meat again. You might want fish. You might want these things. And the only people that are going to make that possible is farmers. So if they're in a competition, you know, I don't know how the grocery stores decide where they're going to get their salads from or their veggies or, or who's going to be the person that's going to give them their meat. But, you know, I got to think that, you know, they're they're taking time to make sure... Things are done the correct way. I got to think that. And I got to hope that. So, farmers, I'm not going to say stay united because, I mean, I don't think you can be united. But let's find a way to 
appreciate everything they do and enjoy the food that they make. That's what I'm saying. Why not do that? Anyways, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you as always for tuning in to a Wednesday version of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize? Will you recognize your star? Because you are a star wherever you are. Don't forget that. Bye.